2: Hey, it's Guy Raz here, host of How I Built This, with the recommendation for another podcast for you to check out, namely How I Built This. Every week, I talk to the people behind some of the most inspiring companies and brands in the world with stories of incredible persistence, grit, and insight. You can find How I Built This on the NPR One app or wherever you get your podcasts. From NPR and WNYC, this is Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton, and here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Hello, Jonathan. Hello.
0: So get ready to buy some Raisinettes from CVS and hide them in your purse, because this week we're revisiting some of our favorite games about movies. And if it goes well, we're going to make five to seven sequels of this, maybe one prequel. Jonathan, when you go to a movie, what's your favorite snack to buy?
2: Well, you know, it's a movie, so it's a special occasion. I like to splurge. You know how they have uh, those bottles uh, filled with water? And they're like 14 bucks? I get one of those. <laughs> yeah. A big water. So
0: much water it's all to- at once. It's totally
2: worth it. What do, you, what do you get?
0: I like what I call a mystic pizza. That's uh, a movie pizza. And the meat looks sort of suspicious. But you eat it anyways.
2: Yeah. No, I know that pizza. For the first act of our film favorites, we're joined by puzzle guru Cecil Baldwin and contestants Grace Ann Dorse and Eric Askenes for a game called Dinner in a Movie.
0: Grace Ann and Eric, the first of you who wins two of our games will move on to our final round at the end of the show. Let's start with a word game. Dine-in movie theaters are opening up all over the country, so we took that trend one step further. Instead of dinner and a movie, we've inserted dinner into a movie. So in each clue, we've replaced one word in a movie's title with a rhyming food word. Puzzle Cecil Baldwin, how about an example?
1: So in this film, astronauts crash onto a distant-seeming world— where vine ripened fruit rules over the human race, the answer would be Planet of the Grapes, because Grapes rhymes with apes.
0: Buzz into answer, and the winner will be one step closer to the final round at the end of the show. Here we go. Ryan Reynolds stars as a wise cracking superhero who's anything but gluten-free. Grace Ann. Breadpool. Yeah, that's right. Although in real life, we know that guy never comes near a carp. Probably not. (laughs) No, no. He, like, lives on arugula and sit-ups or something.
1: (laughs) Sally Field, Dolly Parton, Shirley MacLaine, and Julia Roberts play a group of tender, young cows living through love and loss in a small southern town.
0: Grace Ann. You said cows?
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Do you know some part of the answer? I that know
3: the movie.
0: Okay. Um, young Cows. Young Cows. <laughs> okay. Good no, answer. I, Not what we were looking for, but I, a good try. Eric, can you steal?
4: Veal Magnolias. That's that what we were correct. looking
0: for. Yes. Vegans cry twice at <laughs> <laughs> that movie.
1: In this 2002 franchise starter, Matt Damon tries to regain his memories while fighting off people trying to spread butter on him and eat his kernels eric
4: corn uh, b- 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 wait ultimatum Bo- wait b- b- born legacy the, corn legacy it's the the cor- franchise cor- starter uh, the, the wait the born the born um memorandum <laughs> Corn corn (laughs) solution.
1: All right, Grace (laughs) Ultimatum. Grace (laughs) Grace Ann, can you steal?
0: The corn identity.
1: Correct.
0: (laughs) Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves are extraordinary lovers who can only communicate with slices of angel food, carrot, and German chocolate left in a time travel mailbox. Grace Ann. Do you know the movie? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be tough then. <laughs> Eric, can you steal?
2: Um, the Catrix? The... <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that would be... I mean, yeah, they would have to change the costumes in that movie if they're eating cake all the time. Uh, but no, it's not the Catrix. We were looking for... But, the movie oh. is The Lake House... And this was, we were looking for The Cake House.
4: That's a real movie?
0: The Lake House? (laughs) The Lake House is The Cake House, soon to be a real movie. Soon to be a real movie. Or The Cake Tricks. The Cake Tricks. The Cake cake Tricks tricks. is amazing. That is amazing.
1: This is your last clue. A New York City cop fights terrorists in a skyscraper by flinging globs of rendered pig fat. Uh, Grace
0: Ann. lard.
1: Yes.
0: Oh. Oh, Yes. Correct. Puzzle Guru Cecil Baldwin, how did our contestants do?
1: Congratulations, Grace Ann. Well done. You're one step closer to moving on to our final round.
0: Today we're revisiting some of our favorite games about movies And what would a good movie be without a great theme song Jonathan, time for a quick speed round Can you name the theme song from each of these movies? Okay Nine to five
2: Uh, Nine to five by Dolly Parton
0: That is correct
2: Footloose Uh, uh, Footloose by Kenny Loggins (laughs) Correct E.T. E.T. by Katy Perry Ah, three for three Yeah You know what's amazing? She wrote that song even though she was born two years after the movie came out She's always been very advanced What an amazing woman
0: when it comes to iconic movie themes, there's one franchise that we, and Daniel Craig, just cannot seem to quit. So we challenge our contestants Stephanie Golis and Julia Leffler to a music parody quiz called Something, James Something.
2: We rewrote James Bond movie themes to be about other famous people named James. <laughs> and I would like for you to answer the way James Bond would. So if I sing about the author of Finnegan's Wake, you will answer... Joyce. James Joyce. (laughs) If you get the person correct, you will get the chance for a bonus point by identifying the Bond theme. The winner will be one step closer to moving on to the final round at the end of the show. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Here we go. When he was young and a rebel without a car. This actor played mixed up young man. You know it did, you know it did, you know it did. He started giant, he made East of Eden, but he drove much too fast. He died in a crash. Stephanie.
1: James Dean. I meant oh shoot.
2: Yes, but you would answer.
1: Dean. James Dean. That's correct. <laughs>
2: And for the bonus point, what movie is that from?
1: Uh, live or Let Die. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, I, don't, I have yeah, to go to the I judge don't... on this one. Are we going to allow it?
5: Yeah, I think so. It's All a right. conjunction problem. It's
2: Live
1: and Let Die. <laughs> I've seen zero James Bond movies. So. <laughs> 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 but yes, you got the bonus point.
2: <laughs> you only live once. That's why this guy does everything acting, directing, going to school. This Spring Breaker star even hosted the Oscars once. The only time he didn't look
5: cool.
2: Julia. Franco. James Franco. That's right. Do you know the name of the movie?
3: You Only Die Twice?
0: I have also not seen very many James Franco movies.
1: No, I, don't think, I don't think
5: we can. Uh, no, n- that one, you get a one, one chance to clarify that. That's not quite correct. You only live twice? Yeah!
0: <laughs> one or the other.
2: Hear this guy sing, oh so mellow, he was married once to Carly Simon. Fire and rain, your smiling face, this guy wrote them cause he's good at rhyming, who's this guy? <laughs> Stephanie?
1: Taylor. James Taylor.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. And for the bonus point, what movie is that from? Oh you don't know. You don't know the answer. <laughs> what is it, everybody? Skyfall. Skyfall, that's right. Adele wrote that.
0: Song. I knew it was
1: Adele, but I had no, no idea.
2: Soul singer. He's the man called soul brother number one. Sang please, please, please Such a bold singer He did songs like Sex Machine and Cold Sweat Often on his knees Julia
3: Brown,
6: James Brown
2: You got it
6: and that was Goldfinger.
2: That was Goldfinger for the bonus point. He does meticulous research. He interviews stars of the screen. That actor's studio guy. The man with the index cards. How resolutely does he search? He knows every fact, every scene. Julia. I, I want
3: to say... Corden? James
0: Corden?
2: I'm sorry, that is incorrect.
0: He does research very well.
2: It's <laughs> could be true about many people.
0: <laughs> I like that you're like, I'm going to sell my answer. Maybe you'll change your
2: mind. That's not, that's not who we were looking for. Let me put it that way. Stephanie, do you know the answer?
1: I can see his face because on Arrested Development. <laughs> um, it's wrong. Carville, you- James Carville.
2: No, I'm sorry, that is that is incorrect. Who knows the answer? <laughs> Lipton. James Lipton is what we're looking for from, from Actors Studio. It was the man with the golden gun. Was that one? Alright, this is your last clue. From England. With love. He comes to us. He follows Colbert on sea. A late, late night host Who proved he had the goods In Into the Woods Stephanie
1: Corden <laughs> James Corden <laughs> James Corden, <laughs> that's right
2: Boy, spoiler alert, uh, yeah. Julia. Uh, Stephanie, do you know the name of the movie or song?
1: From Russia with Love?
2: Yeah, you got it. You got the bonus point. Our Chung, how did our contestants too. Congratulations, Stephanie. You're one step closer to the final round.
0: There are plenty of famous siblings in Hollywood. The Baldwins, the Arquettes, the Olsen twins. But few get along as well as today's special guests... Coming up, an interview with writer-directors Jay and Mark Duplass, a.k.a. the Duplass Brothers. And after that, an all-female remake of the interview starring the Duplass sisters. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR.
6: This message comes from NPR sponsor Stamps.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.
2: You're listening to Ask Me Another from NPR and WNYC. I'm Jonathan Colton, and here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
0: And today we've put together some of our favorite movie moments from our show. On Ask Me Another, we often feature guests who are writers, actors, directors, or producers, but sometimes we get greedy and book a special guest who is all four. We spoke to Jay and Mark Duplass about their journey from nerdy film kids to nerdy film adults. Please welcome our VIPs. You know them from their work on Transparent, The League, and HBO's Togetherness. They've also made a million. Indie movies together It's Mark and Jay Duplass
7: Hi guys
0: Now you two have been making Movies together since you were 6 and 9 was it I don't movie? know if I'd
7: call it a movie It was some footage That played that was... in a row
5: Okay <laughs> It was not an
7: entertaining uh, viewing experience,
5: if you're interested. (laughs) A a lot of um, filmmakers' uh, films from their younger days are prophetic of future genius. Ours was not.
0: No? What was the uh, content?
7: The first one was the invisible man walking across the room where we would move the shoes one foot in front of the other and (laughs) film them a couple of seconds at a time and blow people's minds. Yes. Um, The second one was a remake of The Blob where our blue beanbag just rolled down the stairs. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's just so nice hearing the two of you talk like this because I love my family. I would never want to work with them. So what happens in the family when you two fight?
7: We don't fight a lot, and we have actually talked about it. We wonder if maybe we should fight more. We've talked about going to therapy so that we do fight more. <laughs> so try some yelling and screaming. We're worried that maybe we're repressing some stuff.
0: Your breakout movie was a short film called This Is John, about a man trying to leave the perfect outgoing message on his answering machine. Really,
5: just any any message. Any message. Any message. We had tried to be the Coen brothers in the early 90s, but we failed miserably because they're the Coen brothers. They're really good at it, too. Super super good at being the Coen brothers. Um, We were kind of ready to throw in the towel. I was, like, pushing 30 and was like, i got to stop torturing myself and our family with this artist thing. And so Mark was like, well, let's just make a movie today. So we took a home video camera, and the story we came up with was something that had happened to me the day before, which was I was trying to record the greeting of my answering machine, and I failed, and I had a nervous breakdown and was crying on the floor. Uh, thank you very much. It's the, little the, things, it's the little things, guys. the little things. And um, Mark went out. The door, and I rolled the camera, and we shot it in one take. And it was a $3 movie that got into Sundance and did more for our careers than the previous 10 years of trying to be the Coen brothers. <laughs> and now, as you can see, we own blazers.
7: <laughs> That's right. they both This have is how them. it happens, guys. Both of you are wearing Deal very
0: with it. smart blazers. Those are more than $3, I can tell. We we don't
5: even have to buy these blazers. People give us blazers, Pete. It's insane. Yep. (laughs) Jay, what was the $3 for? You had to buy a tape at 7-Eleven. Nice. And I I
7: went to 7-Eleven and bought the tape.
0: Has anyone said, all right, you've done this $3 film in the past that was highly acclaimed short film of Sundance.
7: I'm going to give you $3 now. What can you do? You know, what did happen, which was interesting, is, and this is a, a little insight into the way that Hollywood works as a machine. It was if these guys made this movie that got into Sundance for $3, if we give them $3,000, the movie could be a thousand times as good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Mark, you star in Togetherness. Is there more pressure on you when you are acting? on a project that you created because you've also done tons of other television film or when you're on a project that someone else created and, and has given you the script for
7: yeah I mean when, you, when I'm on a show like the show The League that I did that was like a zero <laughs> wait yeah I was waiting for that I even put a little pause in there if you guys <laughs> noticed uh- There's zero pressure on that kind of a show because it's like it's trying to come up with the most intelligent version of the fart joke you can come up with in that moment. Um, Togetherness is inherently more stressful. I mean, the way Jay and I have always talked about it is, you know, when we are writing and directing and producing and sometimes acting one of our things, it really is like being a parent. It's is nothing more rewarding, but nothing more exhausting. And when we are acting in other shows that aren't our own, it's like being the drunk uncle who shows up with Oreos, plays with the children, and then goes home and lets them deal with everything. And it's very nice to have that dichotomy,
0: which you are enjoying right now, Jay, uh, on the show *Transparent*. Yeah. Major role as Josh, the brother. A lot of people have seen me naked in here. It sounds like. <laughs> okay. Cool. Rule. We're used to having you behind the camera and now you're in front of the camera and you are getting just huge uh, kudos and acclaim by everyone saying how great you are. Did you give him any uh, acting tips, Mark?
7: I said um, acting (laughs) is very fun (laughs) and you should do this because when I go act on other projects, it's like I'm having an affair on our little marriage together and I get to feel sassy and bad and 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 do my own thing and just be me in a way that I you can't always be when someone knows you so well
0: Mm -hmm. and has that been your experience Jay
5: oh yeah (laughs) it is really fun to act I'm a little pissed at Mark for not telling me this 10 years ago (laughs) um but it's really fun and it I mean I'm lucky to be on such a great show
0: so you're on record as saying that even though you were both born in the 70s, as kids, you should have been obsessed with Star Wars like all of your friends, but you were not. You were obsessed with hard-hitting relationship dramas like Ordinary People. <laughs> is that true, Jay?
5: That is correct.
0: Really? <laughs> That's what you guys watched together as brothers?
7: Well, it was Ordinary People, um, but sometimes we would roll into some lighter fare like Sophie's Choice. Um, LAUGHTER Kramer versus Kramer. Kramer versus Kramer was always good for a guffaw or two. That's what they were programming on HBO, and that's just what Fantastic. we watched. Yeah. And for better or for worse, it shaped us. <laughs> like our, our, our die was cast.
0: So we thought we'd test your knowledge of those movies, specifically Academy Award Best Picture nominees. Oh, this is great. From 1976 to 1985. Wonderful. That gentle little period right there. So Jonathan, Colt, and I are going to do some very dramatic readings from these films. And all you have to do is tell us the title. And the winner will receive an MFA from NYU Film School. (laughs) It's it's about time. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, an Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube. (laughs) Yeah. Are you ready? Uh Yeah. Here we go. Can you remember no melody of mine? I was the most famous composer in Europe. I wrote forty operas alone. Here, here. How about this one? Yes, I know that. Oh, that's charming.
7: I'm sorry, I didn't know you wrote that.
0: I didn't. That was Mozart. Mm, it went off. The in a name place. of the
7: film Mark. is Amadeus. Correct. Starring F. Murray Abraham as <laughs> Salieri. And yes, well done.
0: In this one, Colton and I are an old married couple.
2: You want to know why I came back so fast? I got to the end of our lane. I couldn't remember where the old town road was. There was nothing familiar, not one damn tree. Scared me half to death. That's why I came running back here to you, so I could see your pretty face. I could feel safe. I was still me.
0: Listen to me, mister. You're my knight in shining armor. Don't you forget that. You're going to get back up on that horse, and I'm going to be right behind you, holding on tight and away. We're going to go, go, (laughs) go. Jay.
5: On Golden Pond.
1: Yes.
7: Featuring, by the way, Dabney Coleman, one of many insensitive male counterpart Supporting actor roles from 1975 to 1982. Quite a few he did in there. Uh, The least of which is Tootsie. Yes.
5: And all of it was really foreplay for 9 to 5. That's right. He was just (laughs) leading up to it. Now, just to mix
2: things up in this one, I'm going to be a little boy named Billy. (laughs) And Ophira is going to be my dad.
0: Hold it right there. You put that ice cream in your mouth, and you are in very, very, very big trouble. Ow, you're hurting me. Ow, don't kick me. I hate you. I want my mommy. I'm all you got. Mark buzzed in.
7: The title of the film and the biggest missed chance for a Seinfeld spinoff, <laughs> Kramer versus Kramer.
0: Okay, in this one, Jonathan and I are not married, but there's clearly some sort of sexual tension. I should tell you this kind of coat doesn't have any buttons. See? Hooks and eyes.
2: Something wrong with buttons.
0: Buttons are proud and vain. It's not plain.
2: Got anything against zippers?
0: You making fun of me? Whoa, we got gotcha! Ooh. Ooh, they looked at each other like
4: exactly at the same time. That was eerie. Can we guess?
0: Let's go to our puzzle guru, John Chinesky, for a hint.
4: Uh, her people don't use coats with buttons. It's not really much of a hint. Yeah. <laughs> her Pennsylvania people don't wear coats with buttons. If you've if you got it, you go for it. Witness?
7: Jay. Yes,
0: Witness
4: yes. is correct.
7: Oh, her people, yes. Yeah.
0: This is your final one, mm. and we are going to need puzzle guru John Chinesky's help for this one. He is going to be playing a little boy named Alvy. Mm. I'm his mom, and Jonathan Colton is his doctor.
2: Why are you depressed, Alvy?
4: Tell Dr. Flicker. The universe is expanding.
2: The universe is expanding?
4: Well, the universe is everything, and if it's expanding, someday it will break apart, and that will be the end of everything. What is that your business? He stopped doing
0: his homework. What's the point? What has the universe got to do with it? You're here in Brooklyn. Brooklyn is not expanding.
7: <laughs> Great accents, by the way. <laughs> Everyone, very well done. Annie Hall, 1977, sweeping the awards. Woody Allen not there to receive because he is playing in his jazz band on Monday nights. Mark, you're all about the value add. I really like to show up. I want people to like me more than Jay. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard.
5: I'm going for the sweet silent type. (laughs) It's clearly working. I'm breaking down over here.
4: Hey, Puzzle Guru John Chinesky, how did the brothers do? Well, Mark, I think people are going to like you because you won that game. Congratulations. Oh, you God. win the Rubik's Cube. Oh, my God.
0: On this episode of Ask Me Another, we're taking a look back at some of our favorite games about movies. And sometimes movies are adapted into other artistic forms, like books or musicals. The Producers, Hairspray, and Legally Blonde were all adapted from cinema to the stage.
2: And sometimes there's a very long chain of adaptations, like the 2002 film Chicago. Before that movie won Best Picture, it was a musical. Before that, it was a movie. Before that, it was a play. And before that, it was, well, it was just a great place to raise a family. We were joined by Puzzle Guru Cecil Baldwin and guest musician Julian Villard for a quiz about musical adaptations.
0: In your next game, we're going to scrape to the bottom of the barrel to come up with film-to-Broadway adaptations that surprisingly haven't been done yet. (laughs) Julian?
3: We changed the lyrics of iconic Broadway songs to make them about movies you wouldn't expect to be turned into musicals. So just buzz in and say the name of the movie that I'm singing about, and if you're right, you can earn a bonus point by giving me the name of the original song or musical that I'm parroting.
0: So Paige, you won the last game, you win this, and you're in the final round. Aaron, you need to win this, or you have to invest in my Phantom of the Opera spin-off. It's from the point of view of the chandelier. <laughs> All right, take it away, Julian. Mm-hmm.
3: I can't remember a thing since December Who killed my wife, and why they do it Since that December, or was it November To learn a fact, I must tattoo it Page Memento? Yeah, Memento is correct
0: I'm really getting into short-term memory loss these days Uh, For a bonus point, can you
1: name the original song or musical? No, I cannot. Maybe I'll just name one. Sure. (laughs) Um, Phantom of the Opera. Uh, No,
0: that was from The Fantastics, the song Try to Remember.
3: On their feet, their eggs are neatly balanced. Warm and safe from predators around them. Can you hear the voice of Morgan Freeman? It's a documentary about these flightless birds.
0: (laughs) Erin. March of the Penguins. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We really spell it out in that clue, don't we? (laughs) For a bonus point, can you name the original song or musical? On my own from Les Mis. There you go.
3: I am here in Nam. Wagner's my jam. Played as a warning. Hey, what's that bouquet? The smell of nay? Palm in the morning. Aaron,
1: a Apocalypse now.
0: Yeah. I'm really into this one. I'm hoping this actually happens. So good. Okay, for a bonus point, can you name the original song or musical? I
1: don't know this one. No.
0: Okay. I'm sorry. Bonus points can't be stolen. That is I Am What I Am from La Cage aux Faux. Here's your next one.
3: The world will be destroyed by a big asteroid Unless a team of drillers can be deployed Last chance, last chance The earth has got one last chance Page,
1: Armageddon. Yeah.
0: And that's the opening number.
1: <laughs> Can you name the song or musical? Again, I will name a song or sure, musical. Sure, sure. Um, damn Yankees. That's
3: actually a solid guess. Yeah, right. It's a solid it's guess. Era little... appropriate.
1: Yep.
0: That was Fugue for Tin Horns from Guys and Dolls.
3: Someone to narrate these slides, someone to fill you with fear, someone to warn that the tides are rising each year, you know he's sincere, he's being Al Gore, being Al Gore.
1: (laughs) Paige. An Inconvenient Truth. Yeah.
0: And on Broadway, we call that a triple threat PowerPoint. (laughs) Can you name the original song or musical?
1: No. um, I'm going to (laughs) try.
0: I I love that you try. Um, Cats.
1: (laughs) So close on that one. Very, very close. So close.
0: Yeah. If there was ever the other side of a coin of cats, (laughs) it would be the musical Company and that song being alive. Unfortunately, this is your last clue.
3: People People who see dead people.
0: <laughs> Aaron,
1: uh, the sixth sense.
0: That is correct. How about that bonus point? People, funny girl. People, funny girl is correct. Puzzle is Cecil Baldwin, how did our contestants do?
1: Congratulations, Erin. You won that game.
0: After the break, our celebration of the silver screen continues with a word game inspired by Terrence Malick that's four hours long and contains no words. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR.
6: Jasmine Morris here from the StoryCorps podcast. Our latest season is called My Way. Stories of people who found a rhythm all their own and marched to it throughout their lives. Consequences and other people's opinions be damned. You won't believe the courage and audacity in these stories. Hear them on the StoryCorps podcast from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Grammarly. 96% of users report that Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing. Save time with one click and go from editing drafts in hours to seconds. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions to help your team make their point and move faster. Make a bigger impact at work. Sign up and download for free at grammarly.com podcast. That's grammarly.com podcast. Grammarly. Easier said. Done.
2: You're listening to Ask Me Another from NPR and WNYC. I'm Jonathan Colton, here with Ophira Eisenberg.
0: And on this episode, we're revisiting some of our favorite movie-themed games.
2: Usually when you go to the movies, you go for pure entertainment. But sometimes you go to the movies to have your mind exhausted by complicated plots that you can barely understand. Like, Ophira, what is that movie where they're learning how to manipulate people's dreams? Oh, I love that one, Magic Mike. No, no, no. It's the one with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. and the, their...
0: Oh, okay. It's the part of Titanic when they're in the car. Uh,
2: yeah. No, no. There's a plane in it.
0: Uh, the aviator. Wait, um, no. Catch me if you can. Uh, no. Oh, the Wolf of Wall Street.
2: Uh, no, no, no. It's really confusing and there's a twist at the end. Ugh, Shutter Island. Oh, no, no. I, I got it. It's Inception.
0: Oh, I never saw it.
2: Our next game is more mixed up than the timeline of a Christopher Nolan movie. We challenged contestants Rohan Pita Party and Bernard Berlue to a game called Jumbled Plots.
0: Next up, we're going to anagram movie titles, so call your loved ones and tell them it's time to turn on the radio. Uh, Rohan, if your life was a movie, what would the title be?
5: Uh, I mean, right now, Dazed and Confused. Okay. Right, yeah.
0: Bernard, if your life was a movie, what would the title be? Ah,
2: Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you're winning. <laughs> so was the Titanic yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
0: right. <laughs> This game is called Jumbled Plots. We've anagrammed the titles of recent movies and rewrote their plot descriptions based on the new titles. So your job is to figure out the original movie. Let's go to our puzzle guru,
5: Archung, for an example. Chris Pratt runs around a theme park where genetic engineering produces a funky sea mammal in the film Disco Walrus Jr. (laughs) The answer we're looking for there is Jurassic World, which is an anagram of Disco Walrus Jr.,
0: Buzz in to answer. Bernard, you won the last game, so if you win this, you go to the final round. Rohan, you need to win this, or we'll say "be dog yo to you, which is an anagram for goodbye. Ooh. All right, here we go. A contestant on a public radio quiz show buzzes in to answer a question, but forgets the answer because she's a fish with a bad memory in, ding, dry info. Rohan. Finding Dory? That is correct. On the brink of the 2008 financial meltdown, Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling renew their glaucoma treatment prescription in Got This Herb? Rohan.
5: What is the big short? It's also not Jeopardy,
4: but yeah, the big short... (laughs)
0: Correct, and then correct. <laughs> Hawkeye, Black Widow, and the gang have their hands full with a robot hurling tubers. In this sequel, flung a root as revenge. <laughs> Rohan.
5: Uh, what is the Avengers Age of Ultron? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that. Yeah, yeah, There's we'll no take the that. There's no there, but there, we'll take that.
0: Yeah, that's right. We'll take that. That is correct. That is correct. Tina Fey plays a journalist sent to investigate offshore tax shelters on the island of misfit toys in taxing the work of toys.
5: Rohan. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot?
0: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. What's going on, guys?
5: I couldn't remember
2: that movie. You guys should team up, you'd be unstoppable. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do the
5: next one together.
0: Here's your next one. Quentin Tarantino directs this 2015 Western about an octet of pro-athlete criminals who bond in a Wyoming cabin in Athlete Thief Hug.
5: <laughs> Rohan. What it? The Hateful Eight.
0: That is correct. All right, this is your final question. The world's two greatest male models come out of retirement to donate their really, really, really ridiculously good looking organs in Donor Zeal Two. <laughs> Rohan. Zoolander 2? That is correct. Now Rohan, I don't know if you know this <laughs> last game. <laughs> when we got to the final question, Bernard, knowing he was winning, stepped back. <laughs> <laughs> But you saw the opportunity to just.
2: (laughs) That's a Harvard man for you. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Puzzleguru Archung, how did our contestants do? Well, Rohan tied it up. Congratulations. We're going to go to a tiebreaker. Our
0: Ask Me Another Movie Marathon continues with an audio quiz about an inside joke among Hollywood sound editors.
2: We traveled to the Ace Hotel in Los Angeles, California, for a special all-celebrity episode. This next game features two of our esteemed celebritestants, actor Lance Reddick from The Wire and Bosch, and actor and writer, Paul Rust, who co-created and stars in the Netflix series *Love*.
0: Uh, Lance, you said that it was *Star Trek*'s Captain James T. Kirk who actually you ...picked your interest in acting. You heard that? Man, you know that
6: stuff. But yeah. <laughs> Why? I grew up addicted to television, but I especially loved *Star Trek*. I mean, and I always wanted to be Captain Kirk. And once I found out that William Shatner was a trained Shakespearean actor, I would open up monologues and try to do them like Captain Kirk. <laughs> But you do it as Kirk.: But I did, Well, at that time, I wasn't seeing Kirk as kind of a parody of himself. Right. So yeah, uh, first season Kirk. as first season <laughs>
5: yeah, Kirk.: that's good. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's very good. Paul, you're from Lamars, Iowa.
1: Ninety <laughs> percent of this audience is Lamartians.
0: <laughs> There's got to be a billion reasons for tourists to come to Lamars, Iowa, right? Without a
1: doubt, without a doubt.
0: What's a couple of them?
1: Oh, I don't know, maybe that it's the Everybody say it
0: with me. Ice cream
1: capital of the world. <laughs> what?
0: It's a big dairy place? Yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Very lactose. Very lactose positive. Very lactose tolerant. tolerant. Very. <laughs> Very tolerant. And so what does that mean? Does that mean like the most variety, the creamiest ice cream, the most outlandish flavors? What, what does that mean?
1: Well, there's a, a big factory that makes ice cream. And so uh, what Cars is to Detroit, ice cream is to Lamar's. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So
0: when you're, do you, do you like ice cream?
1: Boy, do I. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we have an audio quiz for you called Ice Cream, You Scream, We All, Wilhelm Scream. Ah! So that's the Wilhelm scream. It's a sound effect that has been used in countless movies, including Star Wars and the Indiana Jones series. It's a bit of an inside joke with sound designers and engineers. So in this game, we have inserted the Wilhelm scream into places it does not belong, interrupting iconic movie quotes. (laughs) You just have to buzz in and tell us the words that the Wilhelm scream is replacing. So here we go. Okay. From Jaws.
6: You're going to need a bigger... Uh, boat.
0: Boat is correct, yes. Okay, this is from There Will Be Blood.
3: I drink your...
4: (laughs) Paul. Milkshake. That is
0: correct, yeah. (laughs) It really lines up in that one. From Who Framed Roger Rabbit?
1: I'm not bad. I'm just.
0: Anytime anyone want to buzz in, just Paul.
1: Uh, drawn that way.
0: Drawn that way is correct. This is from Scarface.
3: Say hello to my little.
0: Lance. Friend. Yeah, that is correct. (laughs) Friend. Friend. And this is your last clue from The Wizard of Oz. Total? I
2: have a feeling we're not in... (laughs) Lance?
4: Kansas anymore. That
0: is correct, yeah. (laughs) All right, Puzzaker Archung, how are our slipper Testins doing?
4: After the second game,
5: Paul is in the lead.
2: Our movie compilation episode is nearing its climactic finish. Who will live? Who will die? Who will tell their story?
0: And is it their story to tell? Mm. But before we award the Oscar for Best Original Contestant in a Game Show Adaptation, we have a high-stakes game about low-stakes horror movies. Let's meet our next two contestants. Dave Cummings, you're a new dad. Congratulations! Thank you. We have a wonderful contestant opponent for you. Caroline Olwick, you work in public relations. I do, yeah. Very good. Well, horror movies are designed to scare the pants off of you, but we think the real world is scary enough. So we have rewritten the plots of horror movies by removing all of the horror elements to make them happy and fuzzy for all the softies out there.
2: So we'll give you a non-scary version of a horror movie, and you buzz in and tell us the name of the original film. You ready? Yep. I'm ready. Okay, here we go.
0: With the support of her gym teacher, an introverted teen reconciles with her strict religious mother, becomes popular, and is crowned prom queen. At the end, all of her friends dump a bucket of red Gatorade on her. Dave. Carrie. Yes, indeed.
2: A high school student calls up Drew Barrymore and asks her some fun movie trivia questions. (laughs) If she gets enough right, she wins a Rubik's Cube. Caroline.
0: I actually don't know this one. Um,
2: Good thing you buzzed.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to get in there. Uh, I know what you did last summer?
2: No, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. You know what it is, Dave? Scream? Scream, you got it.
0: The trivia is coming from inside the house.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Billy, a tricycle-riding clown puppet, entertains two men playing a diabolically hard room escape game inspired by their own lives as part of a team-building exercise. <laughs> Dave. Saw. Yes, you are correct.
2: Seven young people board an airplane... But one of them gets a premonition. They'll get upgraded to first class. (laughs) Wi-Fi will work the entire flight and they'll land early. It all comes true. Then later they die of natural causes. (laughs) Dave. Final destination? You got it.
0: Right, that should be the horror movie. Economy class, group six. (laughs) Four unpopular girls become friends and never turn on each other. Then they form a coven and use their collective magical powers to help those in need and do good deeds. Dave. The craft. Exactly.
2: Three student filmmakers go into the woods to film a documentary. <laughs> Somebody gasped. Scary. I know. A
0: documentary in the hands of students is very it's frightening.
2: <laughs> Don't let them do it. Three student filmmakers go into the woods to film a documentary, but decide to scrap the project when they realize the footage is too shaky. Dave, Blair Witch Project. That's right.
0: All right, this is your last clue. A haunted video cassette tape will kill you in seven days after you watch it, but thankfully... No one has a VCR. (laughs) Caroline. The ring. The ring is correct. Let's go to our puzzle guru, Art Chung. How
5: did our contestants do? Sorry, Caroline. Dave was a little bit faster on the buzzer. Congratulations, Dave. You're moving on to the final round.
2: Well, it's time for our Movie Favorites episode to come to an emotionally satisfying conclusion.
0: Be sure to stay through the credits, though, for a bonus scene of Captain America trying to
2: solve a Rubik's Cube. It is hilarious. Puzzle guru John Chinesky challenged our contestants to a final round about movie titles. Remember, because this is a special compilation episode, our final round contestants haven't been featured earlier in the show. So don't be confused. Or rather, if you are confused... That's okay. And spoiler alert, somehow Meryl Streep wins.
0: Now we're to crown this week's grand champion, so let's bring back from Hey I'm Walking Here, Kim Isaacs. From egalitarian nerd maps, Sam Drazen. From This Land is What Land, Josh Suture. And from Fields of This, Stephen Gann.
4: The name of this game is Melted, because Melted is the opposite of Frozen. I'll give you the opposite of a well-known movie title, and your job is to give me the real title. So if I said, the angel wears (laughs) payless, you'd say the devil wears Prada. We're playing this spelling bee style, so one wrong answer and you're out. You only have a few seconds to give us an answer. Last person standing is our Ask Me Another grand winner. And your prize... They Might Be Giants will provide you with a free subscription to their brand new Diala song direct service. New music all year long. You are welcome. <laughs> Here we go. Kim, ugly man.
0: Pretty woman. Pretty
4: woman's right. <laughs> Sam, live easy. Die hard. That's right. Josh, forward to the past. Back to the future. That's right. Steven, nice boys. Mean girls. That's right. Kim, the bad, the good, and the handsome.
0: The good, the bad, and then the ugly. Yes, the
4: good, the bad, <laughs> and the ugly is right. Sam, sit by you. Stand by me. That's right. Josh, low midnight. High noon. High noon is right. Steven the noise of the lions could you repeat that the noise of the lions the sound of the silence of the lambs yes that's right <laughs> kim hate potentially
0: love actually that's right
4: <laughs> sam wonderful employees horrible bosses that's right josh Abstinence and the country. Sex and the city. That's correct. (laughs) Stephen, know who's going to breakfast. I have absolutely no idea. Oh, sorry Stephen, step aside, let's see if Kim knows. Who's coming to dinner? I can't just take that. How about you Sam, can you give me?
2: Guess who's coming to dinner.
4: Guess who's coming to dinner is correct. We gotta say goodbye to Stephen and Kim, and we're already down. To Josh and Sam. Josh, front door, rear window. Yes. (laughs) Sam, nothing about Adam. Something about Mary. No, no, there's something something about Mary. Josh, nothing about Adam. All about Eve. All about Eve is correct. Josh, you are our winner. Congratulations. (laughs) That's our show. Thanks
0: for listening. Check out our podcast on NPR One, iTunes, or Stitcher. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at NPR Ask Me Another. Come see us live or be a contestant. Go to amatickets.org. Ask Me Another's house musician is Jonathan Coulton.
1: Thou jolt a cannon.
0: Our senior supervising producer is Art Chung. Narc Thug. Our puzzles were written by Jonathan Bayless, Juan Escalante, Jack Lechner, Scott Ross, and senior writer Karen Lurie. Ask Me Another's produced by Mike Katzoff. Meetika Fez. Travis Larchuk. Sick
6: Hurt Larva.
0: Julia Melfi.
6: I'm Jail Fuel.
0: Denny Shin. Shed Ninny. Romel Wood. Old War Mom. And our intern, Madeline Kaplan. That's me, Dank Maple Alien. Along with Steve Nelson and Anya Grunman, we'd like to thank our production partner, WNYC. I'm Hurripe Begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Next time on Ask Me Another, we're joined by actor Luca Kane. He stars in the upcoming Saturday Church. The film follows the plight and liberation of Ulysses, a closeted, genderqueer teen from the Bronx who's trying to make sense of his identity. And we challenge contestants to an audio game featuring whistling that won't get you in trouble. So join me, Ophira Eisenberg, for NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and
5: Trivia. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.
6: This message comes from NPR sponsor Train. A high-performing business takes a high-performing building. Reach organizational goals while enhancing systems and reducing emissions with Train Energy Services. Explore their consultative approach at traincom slash energy
2: services.
4: You care about what's happening in the world. Let State of the World from NPR keep you informed. Each day we transport you to a different point on the globe and introduce you to the people living world events. We don't just tell you world news. We take you there and you can make this journey while you're doing the dishes or driving your car. State of the World podcast from NPR. Vital international stories every day.